Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Word of Reason podcast, where we bring reason to your life only through the Word of God. Now, today is a bit different because we do have a guest, but we're like, and everybody knows of his name. Everybody knows who he is, but not everybody believes in him. And today I'm here just to talk with God. I was just actually having a conversation with him, just talking about everything so plainly. And out of nowhere, I hear, have me on the podcast. Well, it's not those words exactly that you said, but it was just have a conversation with me on the podcast. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like an idea. <laughs> that sounds like an idea, but I'm just like, I have no idea how I'm going to do this. So I'm just going to hop right in. And this is really going to be a different thing that I've never really heard or done or known of before, because I'm just going to get on here and I'm just going to talk with my Lord. I'm going to just talk with you. And I really just want to say thank you so much because it is good Friday, Lord. And I just actually like, like you, you saw me earlier. I was just looking up on my, uh, Gmail and I saw this, this, uh, what do you call it? What do you call it? I saw an email, uh, from the U version Bible app on why good Friday is called good Friday. And actually let me, let me pull it up. Cause I completely forgot. I'm not gonna lie. I completely forgot. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, it said, yeah, God with us became God for us by giving up his life to rescue us so that we could know him personally. That's what makes good Friday. Good. Before you prepare to celebrate Jesus's resurrection, take time to reflect on his crucifixion with this prayer. And then it says some about you in the prayer, but you can see that. So I was thinking to myself and I was like, huh? I never really actually paid attention to what Good Friday was for. I didn't ever actually know anything about Good Friday except for no work. Well, for some people, it was no work. Uh, I actually didn't really know much at all. But Lord, I, I just want to really kind of, not even kind of, I'm just trying to fill in words. Remember that video I was watching a few nights ago where I was looking at the importance of learning how to be articulate in your wording and it's okay to pause. So thank you, Holy Spirit, for reminding me up on that. I really want to learn. I, yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. I was like, I see. Yeah, you just reminded me like I got to throw out that word and ums and uh, or stuff like that. Or rather, I should put on the Duke Dennis things of that. OK, yeah, back on track. And I was watching, what was I even talking about, Lord? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a great host until I realize that I'm talking to you. And then I'm just not very, very fluent in my thought process. Cause I, cause this is, this is just how I talk to you. I'm just all over the place. 
I really was reflecting on what you've done for us as, as, as humans and the fact that in all of your glory and perfection, you made us and we were to have a great bond. We were supposed to have an amazing connection and we were supposed to be very, very tight with each other until we brought in sin and iniquity then everything changed because with that sin, there was a separation from the relationship that me and you could have because of the fact that there was no way that we could present ourselves in all of your glory with that dirt, that sin, that ick, that complete opposite of your nature. And it honestly makes me tear up realizing that you could have stopped right there. You could have given up right there. You could have just thrown us away and you could have stopped taking care of us right there, but you didn't. You actually, you actually followed down all of the generations from Abraham. Actually, yeah, we'll start from there. You followed down and took care of the Israelites, the Jews. And you took care of them all the way up. You provided for them. You blessed them. You protected them. You chastened them. You sharpened them. You warned them, blessed them, punished them according to what they had already been doing in terms of their disobedience. And it's just you didn't have to do that all the way up until the point where you brought your son down to this earth and in obedience not willingly but in obedience he went up on that cross and died a death that none of us on this earth would ever want to go and die and for somebody else not even for their own benefit is absolutely bewildering to me. And I know it says in your word in Hebrews that it was an act of obedience that Jesus went up there and died on that cross. He asked that this cup be passed. He asked that that burden be off his shoulder, that he didn't have to do it, but in obedience. That's something that you've been teaching me realize or that that's what, that's what something you've been teaching me, Lord, is that through obedience, it's not always sunshine and rainbows in obedience. There are times you will have to do things that you don't want to do in obedience. There are areas in your life where you'll have to go through and it's going to have to be full faith in you or <laughs> there are a plethora of things that could happen with the lack of obedience towards what you say, um, depending on what that thing is and the consequences of what you would do in faith. And there's, there's so much I just, I could talk about in just having this conversation with you on this, on this episode or just this conversation. I have no idea if this is going to go up or not. Oh, you said it's going to go up. Okay. Um, and I want those who are listening to realize it is not that, that, crazy of an idea that you can hear the voice of God. And that's why I feel like I just heard it so very clearly because 
I said, I don't even know if this is going to go up. And then I heard in my spirit, yes, it is. I was like, okay, got it. <laughs> I heard you. People think it's such a taboo to hear the voice of you, Lord, when you are, you literally work in the supernatural. You literally operate in the supernatural. What, what natural thing is about you? The most natural I'd say it is, is either the nature you created or I'd imagine is when you were, you, when you were here uh, in the form of Jesus. That's you in the flesh. And that's probably the most natural you get, but that's very crazy to think about the fact that you cult, you cult, you, you created and conjured up everything in such a way that is very perfect and good. As you said in Genesis, as you created the earth in that you saw in the end, once you had created everything, that it was very good. And then you rested. And then you rested. And I find I, I find it very amazing that it's described in days on how you created the earth when it fits the format of our week. Um it's it's seven days of creation, right? Or am I tripping? Um I, I know this is a wild question for me to be asking as a christian but then again it's not wrong to have questions am i right you you tell us to have questions how many days did god how many days did god make the world i'm pretty sure it was seven it was six days six days and on the seventh he rested i was just making sure um I don't know why I didn't think about that. My my brain farted for a little sec, but it happens. But yeah, nah. And thinking about the sacrifice that you did on this on the cross for us, it makes me genuinely perplexed and why people can't can't love you. Like I mean, in the fact that they harden their hearts towards the possibility of it when they just have such a severe misunderstanding based on how we have misconstrued on what it is to have a relationship with Jesus and what it means to be a, a Christian based off of our foulness and dirtiness based off of our sin and misinterpretation of what your word says and our lack of discernment in our spirits leads to such a passionate hate for you there's nothing wrong about you all of your ways are perfect you're a just judge people just don't think that that you're just because of the lack of understanding. Even even us as people. That's why it, 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 it says that your people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And I just, I just wonder if we were better, if we were doing better in our job as servants of you, as, as people who are supposed to be your children, people who are supposed to, as it says in Psalm chapter one, uh, uh, a man and or woman, the word may say man, but it's not, I know it's not limited to just the man. Um, because we got a man and a woman still got man in the title as a man meditates, the man who meditates on your word and on your doctrine day and night is like a tree planted beside waters bearing fruit in its season planted by river water, flowing water, living water that goes into the tree and brings forth such nourishment that it produces fruit in its season. 
if we could have just done a better job at meditating in your word and finding out what you meant and asking you for help for discernment, I wonder how much better things could be if we had just took the time to study the word rather than trying to to judge our brothers and sisters and those who aren't even Christians, poking, pointing the finger at other people to, to make them seem like, oh, you're so wrong, you're so wrong, when the gospel says we're all dirty and filthy and that none is above another. And that we're all like our all of our good deeds are filthy rags compared to your goodness, God. I just cannot. I think sometimes of realities where if we had just done better by you, how things could be different. How the world could be different. If we had if your people, if I'm saying just as us, God, if we were just doing our part in in fullness of what we needed to be doing i know we're gonna mess up that that's inevitable that's why your son you in the flesh came and made propitiation for our sins because we're gonna mess up because we're on a world in a world even though we're not in the world we're not in the world but of, of it um since we're in a sin-filled world on a sin-filled earth where the rulers of this earth are evil spirits and principalities, it is going to happen. There's going to be sinful influence. There's going to be lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, um, covetousness. There's going to be sin flying around. And so eventually it's definitely going to get to us again. But Jesus's sacrifice was enough. That's what I want a lot of people to realize, though, in having this relationship with you, Lord, is that that sacrifice was enough. And the propitiation was made. Let me look up the definition so I can get a better understanding and using it. Let me look it up. Propitiation. Atonement. Atonement is the best word to describe it. Atone. To atone and that, you know, let's go even further let's look up the definition for atonement atonement reparation for a wrong or injury reparation reparation let's look at what reparation means Lord. Yeah. reparation the making of amends for a wrong one has done by paying money to or otherwise helping those who have been wronged the definition is like Christians always describe it, Lord, and I'm glad you told me to keep going down this this um, this route. It says the courts required a convicted officer to make financial reparation to his victim. Ooh, don't that sound like how we'd be talking about Jesus being the, the one who pays the fine at our court hearing? Oh, my gosh. If that word propitiation, which means reparation, nah, if if we were talking about the, the word being propitiation, which goes down to atonement, which then goes down to reparation, even the next one says the compensation for war damage paid by a defeated state. That That's a reparation in another sense. That's a historical definition, I guess. Um, 
But dog, that's actually crazy how it goes down all the way to reparation. And the definition is literally how we describe it all the time. In a better sense to understand what Jesus' sacrifice was. Okay, um, I just want to talk about this with you because people always like talk about like Jesus' sacrifice means what? People don't understand. Th th that's what I'm going to generalize is I know not to push the generalized word like crazy, but what people I'm going to generalize that people don't understand what Jesus sacrifice actually means. People think it means so many different things when it just means that he paid the fine for your sin payment. He paid the you paid the fine for our payment, Lord. People don't understand that because people don't have a fear. Ooh, like as you were just showing me in the Ray Comfort video of if people were to be handed a cure and they didn't have the necessary illness for that cure or no type of understanding on the fact that they needed the cure, they would just look at it and be like, cool, cure, whatever, who asked? But if you had the illness that required the cure in which is given out, would you not be eager for that cure? Jesus is a cure. The illness we have on us is sin. And without your son, without you, God, we are left to deal with the illnesses and the repercussions of our illnesses of sin, which entered into us by the first two, Adam and Eve. I realize in having this conversation that I'm really just explaining the gospel. <laughs> And to be honest, y'all, I'm talking to y'all now because this whole time I'm not talking to y'all. I was talking to God, but you guys are going to hear it. This is just how I have my conversations with him. And none of this is staged. I got on here literally with no idea what we were going to talk about. And I'm just like, dog, if y'all don't know how to have a conversation with him, bro, Talk to him like he's your dad because he it not even talk to him like he's your dad. Talk to him because he is your dad, because he is your father. Heavenly father is not just a nice sounding word to describe you, Lord. It is like you, you're, you're that you are that you are that as if the creation aspect of where you literally made us wasn't enough to classify classify you as a father. People think because. You don't get a perfect life after recognizing that he's your father or that they tried to have that relationship but didn't understand how it really worked in a sense of like, oh, but I asked him and he didn't speak to me in the voice of thunder when I prayed in my bed at 3 a.m. And the lightning didn't happen. But meanwhile, <laughs> you just didn't understand how to how to go about a relationship with you and then again a lot of people have it messed up like i said though because us as your people have done such a very poor job at expressing outwardly the inward works of what is supposed to be of coming into a relationship with you and that's really what i want this podcast to be is just an open space because Again, post rebuke, my main thing is feeling love unconditionally, just as you have for us. That's that's where my mind and my heart, I, I yearn for the love that you have for us. 
And for those who don't know, it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter how you got there. It doesn't matter where you think you're going. No matter where you are, even if you despise the God I'm talking to right now, I will 100% bet everything I own, everything I own on the fact that he loves you no matter where you are. I don't care if you just shot 17 people, he still loves you. Maybe people might be confused at the fact that I just made that as the explanation, but you can't do anything. That's why it says in the word, neither height nor death. No Ooh, give me that verse right now. Ooh, give me that verse. I want that verse right now. Don't mind the feedback. I'm holding the mic right now, talking to the, to, to the Lord. This so well explains Romans chapter 8, verse 39. This, if this doesn't explain your love, neither height. Ooh, thank you for reminding me about uh 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 7 through 9. Or is that second? I'm gonna look it up anyways. I, I can find it. If I, I know because you brought it to my remembrance. Thank you, Holy Spirit. My fault. I didn't give you your credit. Romans chapter 8, verse 39. Neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. <laughs> no matter how high you think you are in your position on this earth, no matter how low you feel mentally, physically, <laughs> no matter your height, of where you perceive it to be, no matter the depth of where you perceive your depth to be at, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord that was demonstrated up on the cross, that you demonstrated in your son. That's why it's so important we drive home the idea, the fact that it is it is imperative to know Jesus. Because when you know Jesus, you know love because God is love. And that's something that 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 we haven't done so well in the past generations and even sometimes now is just demonstrate that there is a love out there that is so unconditionally great just waiting for you to know. And his name is Jesus. You find out about him and you put all your marbles into his basket. Oh my gosh, watch your life change. Oh my God, my God. Cause you pulled me out of the depths of my, you pulled me out of the depths of my foolishness, of my ignorance. You, you pulled me out of all types of iniquity. You pulled me out of porn. You pulled me out of the bondage that I felt that I, I was so empty. I was so filled with hatred. I was so filled with an ego. 
But once you showed me your presence, God, I couldn't help to do anything but cry. And I'm about to right now. Because the feeling I felt once I went back to that church and saw the power of faith in you and that it was real. And you showed me your presence strongly, strongly. And I'm, and you just gave me a glimpse now of the fact that you're smiling. And you, because if look, for those who don't know, God gave us, God created us in his, in his image. And if you think God can't cry with you in your sufferings and in your happiness, we all know the shortest verse. Some of us don't. If you don't, that's fine. I'm going to tell you, Jesus wept. And I believe it was at the death of his friend, Lazarus. I just want you to know, man, this thing is real, bruh. I'm not convinced off of drugs. I'm not convinced. I don't want to take no tabs. I don't want to smoke no weed. I don't want to do nothing that's going to put me out of my right mind from acknowledging that there is no better life to live than a life that is rooted in the love and the passion that is in my God, our God, the destined king of all. And I cannot express enough. Please give him a shot, bro. Please. And I wish I could go around to everybody as boldly as I can sitting in this chair. Because I'll be honest, Lord. Sometimes I'd be wanting to testify, but people have such a disdain and hatred for you that it either does one of two things. It makes me nervous because, again, you know I fear human irrationality. And I know we shouldn't fear it, but... I have a very big fear of human irrationality and irritability. I realized that in reading that book, No Longer Human, but then again, you were there with me when I was trying to read it so I could feel something for once. And then again, you pulled me out of that feeling that you just reminded me of that I had gone through and you had set me free from was the fact that I felt so numb to any feeling. I couldn't cry. The way that I was just about to cry, thinking about what you've done for me and just your son, I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine crying. Oh, well, no, all I could do was imagine crying. <clears throat> I couldn't remember the last time that I had been able to cry, but I could count not on my own two hands. I couldn't count the amount of times I had wanted to cry. The amount of times I wanted to feel something. And you want to know there were two things that made me able to cry. And that was feeling love in the form of, if you're listening, no, it wasn't her, but it was you. I cried because of her. And Lord, you know, I'm not going to say no names. <laughs> I'm not going to say no names. You know who I was just thinking about. She made me cry or she held me when I was crying. 
And that almost made me fall in love. Because I, I'm going to be honest, I haven't felt that feeling in a while. But you you also helped me in that regards. Is that now I feel like I can fall in love again. But I really couldn't cry. And you also, which was the second point that I was bringing up, is the fact that you enabled me to cry the way I wanted to cry. Ooh, you just reminded me too on my 18th birthday. Worst birthday I, I feel like I've had. But I'm so grateful that I lived to see 18. But I will be very, very honest with you. That was one of the worst birthdays I think I ever had. I'll be so honest with you, Lord. It was one of the best and the worst because the best gift that I had gotten on my birthday was the ability to cry. On my 18th birthday, the best ability. Ooh, you just reminded me that. Like you just, you just told me that is that I did get the best gift. I got the ability to cry. And uh, I know, I know, I'm supposed to be talking with you, Lord, but I'm gonna just clarify for them too that on my 18th birthday, the girl that I had just mentioned that I had fallen in love with was supposed to be with me on my 18th birthday. Really wanted to spend my entire day with her. I wanted her to be there with me on my 18th birthday, but she had left for college. And Russell, if you're listening to this, don't take this the wrong way, but Lord, I'm going to be very, very transparent. I did not want to sit in that car in traffic, driving up and down Poplar in Germantown and all over the city, getting stuck in traffic with you the whole day. As a matter of fact, I would have rather went home and just slept. Because that was one of the worst ways to spend my birthday stuck in traffic and especially on Poplar. This is not a diss to you because it was fun at first until it wasn't fun. It was fun until I'm not going to lie. It was fun until I got on the expressway. And it was fun until I realized what I had planned and realizing that she wasn't there. I, I was just I was pissed. I was really pissed. So <laughs> I was really pissed. <laughs> I'm going to just elaborate with that. I'm going to be honest. Lord, I was very pissed. But I had so much building up. And I really wanted to spend that day with her. And she sent me happy birthday from a photo. Told me happy birthday from a photo when I wanted her to be there. And instead, I spent it doing what I didn't want to do. And in this point in time, like I had said, Lord, I was in a I was in a whole different state of mind where I, I was lying to my parents. Parents, if you're listening to this, um, yeah, I will be honest. Sometimes I would tell you that I was going one place and I would go there, but then I would also go another place and have a alone time with people. I'll be very, very honest. I am not going to lie to you about that. But Lord, I'm gonna just I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not sorry. You know I'm not sorry. I'm gonna be very, very truthful though. And uh where was I? Oh yeah. I uh I'm gonna be honest. For context, I was in my debauchery arc. I call it my debauchery arc because it it was very bad. I don't like it. So in feeling how I felt in the way for this girl, who I will not name, I'll call her Beatrice. <laughs> Beatrice um, was the first girl to make me love for a long time or feel that feeling of romance. But I was so broken, God. I you, you saw it probably better than me. I was so broken and damaged to the point where I couldn't feel love. I wanted to be able to feel love. And ooh, 
the reason I couldn't feel love is because I didn't know you and you are love. There's no greater love than the love you can find in the Lord. And once you find out what the love of the Lord is like, oh man. once I found out your love, I realized I, I legitimately couldn't feel it. I couldn't, I can't. Even in that state of mind and even at that point, I couldn't feel love. But after I found you, I found out how to feel love, how I could feel love. But anyways, I really was in a very bad spot, Lord. And uh, I dead serious was like, I just want to feel something. I just want to feel something. Even when I was sitting at the edge of Beatrice's bed after she had confessed that she really wanted a exclusive relationship with me. Um, dog, I couldn't even cry. After admitting that I wanted, I had gone over Beatrice's house, sat in her bed. It was very quiet. Sit down. Lord, I, I know you could sense that tension in the room, man. All the way up to heaven, it felt like. <sighs> that tension was so heavy in that room. It was so silent because she had broke down telling me that she wanted an exclusive relationship with me in the midst of me having my slut era, as you know, I keep calling it. And she broke down and she was crying because she wanted to be with me. But I kept telling her, I can't. Because I can't, I can't, I don't want to be tied down. And I forced it and I didn't feel love, but I, I wanted to love, but I couldn't, I didn't feel it. Never again will I do this. If you're not ready, and I'm speaking to y'all, if you're not ready to love somebody or be in a relationship where you know they will fall in love or you don't even know, but if you feel like you're not in a position to where you could be all for somebody, you better sit your behind down and you better not pursue no relationship because you will either hurt yourself or somebody else or both, vice versa. It doesn't matter in what situation you think you are at. Cut it off, please. You're gonna do yourself and that other person a favor. Don't, don't screw it up, bro. But Lord, I just was like, I, I wasn't even talking to you at this point. I don't think I, I, I started like inching back and towards a relationship with you, but I wasn't really like intentional about it. But, uh, anyways, I was, we, she told me she wanted to be with me exclusively, yada, yada, yada. And I, I wanted to do it and I tried to do it the way I, I thought I would be doing by like cutting off all my other friends with benefits and then being like, yeah, that's it. I'm your boyfriend. Yay. Yay. But uh, that ain't how it worked. So long story short, whole lot of issues emotionally. And uh, once I had found you, then I was able to start the waterworks. Then I was able to start crying and realizing where I was at. But then again, unequally yoked relationship. Um, so that that had to cut off. That was the first thing I did after rededicating my life completely to you is breaking up with her. I remember asking you, like, God, I just need one reason. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing, but it's not that funny. Like, I'm laughing. It's funny in hindsight having this conversation with you, but it's just kind of like I was looking for any reason, any reason at all. I said, just give me something, God. 
give me something that I could like break up with her with. Cause I can't just, cause at this time I'll tell you, I'm talking to y'all now. Um, at this point in time, I, I didn't have as much, um, boldness to go out and be like, I am going to break up with you because God told me to. And I know that it says in the Bible that to be, that it is not good to be unequally yoked with unbelievers. I, I eventually did tell her this truth. Um, but at that point in time, I had no boldness. Now I'm going to be like, look, as you guys know, I told my boss, I tell everybody I'm around that I do a podcast now because God told me to quit my job. God told me to do it. You may think I sound crazy, but I know you told me to do it. The only reason why is because you, I, I can see your your favor shining through on these on these on these patches of where are we going? Favor. What are we supposed to be doing? Favor. I'm I'm obeying you. Favor. And these aren't coincidences. People keep on talking up your blessings to coincidences. And people keep on talking up testimonies to, oh, that was pure coincidence. Bro, you're going to throw coincidences all up until you get to judgment? Like, dude, really? You're going to be throwing... Like, oh let me not even start with that. Because now it's going to seem like I'm like condemning. And that ain't what we're here for. But for real, though. Can't keep talking up to incidences. Uh, coincidences. Lord, I can't stand that. I cannot... Oh my gosh, I can't stand that coincidence, 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 coincidence. Or luck, 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 luck. Like, bro, shh, shh, shh. is it like a random spinning board somewhere in the cosmos that people just think gets flicked around all day? And the next, you know, it's, oh, luck has shined down on me today. Like, bro, what are you talking about? But I seriously. Let me think about because I'm, I'm off track now, Lord. Can you remind me where I was at? Ah, uh, yes, where I had told her about uh, looking for any reason. Well, I, I just told her, um, or I told you that I wanted to break up with her was just any reason at this point because I, I couldn't express verbally that God told me that I need to because, or, or I'm focusing on my relationship with you, Lord, and I, I can't be bothered. <laughs> I had to cut it off. And uh, it's best for the both because when we try to when we try to like force a relationship with unequally old people, it, it won't go good if your beliefs are not the same. I just can't do that. Like I could never I can't do that now. I remember trying it with somebody else. And that's what led me on my debauchery arc because I lost who I was. I lost who I was. I died physically and spiritually. I'm not blaming it on this person. I'm blaming it. That's fully on me. That is fully on me. It is all in the past, but I'm, I'm no. And I'm just reminiscing on the fact that me chasing after that person definitely like, like, think about it like this, right? Ignore all that yelling in the background. But if there is a line being cast out right let's say there's a group of fish a group of fish there is a mama let's just say no for this case we'll use it because you're our father there's a father fish and then you're the son someone throws a hook in right that's the enemy throws a hook out you see it and you start walking away you're you're you start swimming another direction father's still going straight 
looking and calling out to you. This is a bad one. Lord, this is a very bad one. I don't like this. But anyways, to paint the picture for you, me and you, Lord, I'm holding on to your hand, focusing on you, doing what I thought at the time was what you wanted me to do. Like forcing myself to read the Bible every day and this, that, and the other, and yada, yada, yada. Forcing myself to do a prayer every night before sleep. Just doing the typical Christian things. The, no, 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 the typical religious things. Thank you for correcting me on that because I said typical Christian things, but no, that ain't what I meant. So I, I am holding on to your hand, doing what I thought, getting worked on by you. Getting worked on the process by you. Then I see someone walk along and I'm like, ooh, hard eyes, hard eyes. Like, you know, the typical cartoon where the eyes are popping out your head and then they go, doo -doo, doo -doo, doo -doo, doo -doo. that's what I saw. And uh, so we start talking. And meanwhile, while I'm still trying to hold on to father's hand. I'm walking away, but my arms being stretched out. Father's staying. You're staying put, Lord. And you're like, David, come back. Don't go out too far. Don't go out too far. And I'm like, I won't, I won't, I won't get caught up in that. I know what it says. I know what it says in First Corinthians. It might be Romans. I'm, I don't, I don't remember right now. I think yeah, First Corinthians chapter seven, right? I think it's First Corinthians chapter seven. It might be Romans. I have no idea, but look it up. Okay, my fault. Yeah, you're right. I should look it up. Just stop like throwing it out the windows because if I don't know, then I should really start looking it up. Um unequally yoked it should be first corinthians chapter seven right it's mm, it's not it's second corinthians chapter six let me put Ooh, there we go there we go i'm sitting over here been saying it the wrong time i've been saying it the wrong the wrong way all the time it is second corinthians chapter six verse 14 do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers for what par partnership has righteousness with lawlessness or what fellowship has light with darkness? And uh, I was to I was I was trying to chase after someone who isn't completely in the light, who wasn't completely in the light, wanted the light but didn't pursue after the light like I had, and I was too busy trying to get them to catch up with where I was, Lord in my walk with you that I ended up pulling off of holding your hand while holding my hand still back out to you while walking away from you. You're still staying put, calling me to come back, come back, come back, come back. Cause I'm not following. See, the thing is you're not, your plan is set. I have a choice to either be with that or not. And I chose to like, my hand was gripping onto yours. And I start walking away. My hand is stretched out. My, my arm is behind my back and my shoulder is twisted. And you're just like, David, don't go over there. And I start to go back and forth, back and forth. But I'm still thinking I'm holding on to your hand. But you're reaching out to me, calling out to my name so much, trying to get me to come back so much. Meanwhile, I'm still chasing after this person who's not completely in the light. But I'm still trying to get them to come to the light so I can be with them and help them in, in their relationship with you, Lord. So much to the point where I've walked hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of feet over the boundary and over the line where I am supposed to be for the Lord and chasing after him and his desires, you and your desires, that she was 
walking into the dark ever since I had laid eyes on her. And I feel bad speaking about this because if this person ever listens, I'm not like dissing you. Um, I still very much care for you. Like I, I do. And I'm very happy where you are right now. This is this is not like reminiscing like, oh, I still wish I, no, no. We're, 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 we're really kind of just worrying about me and you right now, Lord. I'm not really so caught up on that. Still got to work on this lust thing. Like it, it's really like fighting back, like fighting back. I apologize for last night though, because I ended up looking at, at stuff I wasn't even supposed to look at. I didn't watch anything, but now, now we're focused on the fact that look, we're delivered. We make the choice. And I ended up making that choice to look at things that I wasn't even supposed to look at. I still turn my phone off. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the strength that you gave me to like pull up off of that because it was getting lethal. I need to stop walking in the enemy territory, and I rebuke that up off me because I'm, I'm not finna. I'm, I need to. I'm at the point where I need to like protect my eye gates, protect my ear gates too. Um, and I'm very happy though, still because it's like in hindsight to do that twice in a row, Lord. To give me the strength and the understanding in how strong your power is that we are, I am delivered from pornography and masturbation. It is now a choice, but you have given me, no, no, you have given me the strength to be able to say no, because your spirit is so loud in me due to my constant, I just want you, God, I just want you so bad. I want your law to be written on my heart. I want your your commandments to be, I want to walk them out in my life. And I'm not perfect. That's why I just sat up here and, and started looking at some stuff I wasn't supposed to look at. Got caught up by one thought, one picture, two picture, three picture, four picture. Now I'm down this line and I'm like, dang, I wonder what these Twitter bookmarks look like right now. I, I mean, that's not how I really went in, in chronological order, but y'all know the alluring pool of lust. And so... I'm just like, anyways, I'm getting off track. Uh, Lord, forgive me, though. We, we we definitely talked about this earlier, but for real, I'm, I'm sorry that I, I ended up getting all caught up in that mahogany. Got so caught up in all that garbage. And then again, I thank you so much for the strength that only you give me to be able to say, no, this ain't what I want. I can't even, I can't stand this. Because if I have to confess to my peers, they're going to tell me what you think. And then I'm, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be starstruck. I mean, they're going to have grace but they're definitely gonna tell it to me straight like bro you gotta get that up on you and i'm like yeah it's it's a it's a choice for me now and i'm glad that i've recognized it as a choice because you've made it a choice because of the fact that you deliver me but back on track is uh i've been walking so far after this girl trying to bring her to the light that ever since i had set my little googly eyes on her my heart posture changed man it started changing very 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 differently to the point where I was so busy trying to get her to maybe realize who you were, Lord, that I started trying to go after her for her only. I wanted her not for sex. I was deeply in love with this girl. Like she was my life reason at one point, which is crazy to think about in hindsight, because I don't I'm gonna be honest. I could feel like that again, but never. No, not in the same way. Lord, uh, let me rephrase that because you definitely just caught me up on that. I never do that again. I I could feel the same way in a sense of uh of that unyielding love. Like no matter what you do, I don't care because I love you. That was the love that I had yearned for so much to feel with that that um um Beatrice 
that I had named before. I wanted to feel that way again. But after chasing so far into this dark realm that I had willingly, not willingly, but very foolishly walked into, I realized this isn't going to work. So I've taken over 150,000 steps away from father, from you, Lord. Meanwhile, she looks at me, stop stopping. And it's like, why aren't you still coming? And I said, this is a waste of my time. I cannot do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. It's tearing me apart to the point where you're the only reason that I want to live right now. I have walked away from you so far that my will to live went from you to her because it's the first time I ever would say that I had fallen in love. Literally fallen. And if not, chased after. And man, when she said that, or when she heard me say that in the medical metaphorical sense, Lord, it, it was like, okay, she kept on walking forward in the clueless area, in the dark. And I look back and I say, okay, Lord, I turn around pitch black. And it's not because he, he can't see me and he's not there. <laughs> but I had walked away from him in I had walked away from you in the dark for so long that it had blinded my senses and capability to listen to you because I was so keen on being with this person to bring them into the light that I had lost my position on where I was with you. And looking around me, I realized I had stopped reading my word. I stopped praying. The only reason I prayed was to be with that girl. My reason for living had changed to be with this person rather than to live and follow your will. I had put this person over you. Don't ever do that. I'm speaking to y'all now. Don't ever do that. Don't do that. Don't put nobody else over God. Please don't do that. And it's not because God is, well, yeah, God is a jealous God and he wants your attention. But doggone it, it doesn't mean you can't do anything else. He's saying to to be with him because bruh, I'm 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 be honest. Before I'm I'm talking to y'all now. Lord, you're you're obviously the witness here because we were just talking before this. Is that look, I had a whole different reason for doing another podcast. This was not going to be word of reason, but today my guest is God, and I'm having a conversation with him. This was not the plan. My plan was that I had a topic that I also wanted to talk over that I didn't really have much understanding on. I was going to read my word and we started having this conversation. Um, Lord, I lost my train of thought. Where was I? Um, Lord, I done. I done. Lost my train of thought. But like, anyways, what I knew that I was going to say, I think, was that... Um, I, we were just talking beforehand 
about like I, I really wanted to get in my word like i i oh yeah thank you for reminding me thank you for reminding me is that um i was talking about how i stopped reading my word and how god is like you're not a jealous you're you're a jealous god but not for the same type of jealous jealousy that we have and your jealousy is perfect and righteous it's like look y'all y'all are chasing some other things that are going to benefit you nothing meanwhile i want a relationship with you i want to get personal with you I want to know the in and out of you. I know the in and out of you. I just want to have that relationship with you. That's what he's saying. And I, I, you, you, you get into that point and you develop literally separation, uh, sickness. Like it has been two days since I had gone into my word, not because I didn't want to, but because I had been preoccupying myself with some other stuff, but pertaining to this podcast and pertaining to my work editing for uh special somebody <laughs> but uh i literally was like god i want to get into i want to get in my word i like i had been i opened my bible up to philippians to reread over it and we i started talking to god because i'm like look the way you guys build your relationship with him is doing what i'm doing now on this podcast like you just talk to him bruh if you want to know his character, yeah, open the Bible. If you want to know some things about him, open the Bible. But if you want to develop this relationship, bruh, it's good. It's very, don't, don't, don't make it, don't make it seem like I'm trying to discredit reading the Bible. But you can read the whole Bible front to back, every single page, and remember every scripture. But if you don't have a relationship with him, bruh, <laughs> he wants a relationship with you. He want to get personal with you. He wants you to open up to him. He wants you to cry out to him. He wants you to have these long talks that I'm having here. And I I would have never thought to like do this because I was I was thinking like, Lord, I have no idea how long this podcast is gonna be or how long this conversation is gonna go. It's been fifty three minutes and I I don't I didn't had it hasn't even felt like it. And I can see now why you wanted me to do this because. Lord, we have been, you have been going over some juicy stuff with me. You've made me almost cry in realization. Like, I know that was myself, but like, you, you told me, like, you have been like, remember that I did give you the gift on your birthday. And that gift was the ability. Oh, I never, I never wound up on that. Oh, for those who do not know, I did gain the ability to cry. So when I had gotten home on my, on my birthday, after being very upset over the fact that Beatrice had gone to college, I spent the day wasting my time and I came back at like six or seven o'clock doing nothing that I wanted to do and I was tired. And I'm still in my debauchery arc, so I'm filled with hatred, rage, and envy all the time. And so my parents called me into the room and they'd be like, David, where have you been all day? Like you spent all day with your friends and you ain't spent none of it with your family on your 18th birthday. And I was like, I know. I know I didn't plan to do any of it like this. And I said it with attitude. And so they called me in the room and spoke. It's like, we wanted to spend time with you too on your birthday, but you spent the whole day focused on your friends. Cause they thought at this time that I was really focused on my friends when I was really focused on the fact that I wanted to drown myself in alcohol. And well, I wasn't like an avid drinker or anything, but I wanted to drown my sorrows and, and just feel some type of way through alcohol and weed. And the people around me had access to that and they they didn't care. They just wanted me to be with them. And they were like, look, bro, don't don't pay up. Just just come around, hang with us. We finna get drunk. I'm like, I bet. You want a hot box of car? I bet. But um 
I have been trying to suffocate all this emptiness and numbness with a little something and drugs. And when I tell you, my parents sat me down and told me that they just wanted to spend time with me. And I realized that the fact that I have been hiding and trying to do everything and keep it in to myself, everything I've been struggling with, Lord, everything that I have been keeping quiet about, what they didn't know, what they did know, they didn't have any context of what I was putting myself through. And when they thought I was just a selfish little prick, which I was, but they only thought I was such an ungrateful, like, ugh, just a piece of garbage. Meanwhile, I'm going through the most stressful and rage-filled, hateful, confused, depressive time of my life, and I didn't even know it. They started probing me and probing me, and next thing you know, I started bawling my eyes out on the floor because they hadn't realized a single bit of what I was holding in. They started going in on me. I sat, like I was standing in front of their bed. There's a chip, like, let's say there's a wall behind me. I'm looking at their bed. The bed is in the middle of the room. To the left is my mom. To the right is my dad on a chair. So the bed in the middle, chair in the other, to the corner on the left, chair in the corner on the right. When I tell you, it's like I'm looking at both of my parents and I'm like, y'all don't know anything, but you think you know something. I, I want to tell y'all everything and it's going in through my head. And then next thing you know, everything just broke. I broke. Seeing my parents think of me like this when that's not the case, I broke. I let everything out. It was the most ugly cry I've ever produced in so many months. So many months. Oh, God. That memory won't. I hope that memory never goes away from me. Is the way I collapsed on the floor. I just sat on the floor put my hand on my head and then I just started bawling and my mom she asked am I crying like are you crying and then I just started weeping heavy snot coming out bawling tears falling so much that my legs were covered in in tears my mom got down and sat with me and started hugging me best hug I think I felt in a while my dad got on the floor and he started rubbing my shoulder, I believe. And I was so disoriented from crying, bro. Oh my God, I told them everything, Lord. I told them everything. Oh my gosh, bro. I told them everything. That was the best gift that I think I've ever received was the ability to cry. Oh my gosh. You're right. It wasn't the worst birthday, Lord. Because you gave me one of the best gifts. One of. The best gift was your son. That's the best gift of all time, by the way. Like, we we can't, like... We never gonna discredit that. I say we as a me and you. Somebody else might be discrediting it. I say might, but somebody else is discrediting it right now. Somewhere in this world. I wish that they weren't because they just don't know you yet. Maybe they do. I don't know. But that was one of the best gifts that I think I've ever received was the ability to cry and be vulnerable. 
in the way that I had always been trying to suppress. Gotta be this tough guy, gotta lift heavy, gotta be built, gotta be hard. The girls love that. They don't want you to be crying. I'll never forget too when Beatrice was holding me after I had uh, such a porn problem that I had erectile dysfunction. And she wanted me, she, she wanted me. She wanted me for me. And I could tell that she had a love for me, such a compassion for me. And when it didn't, when it didn't work because of the fact that I had been abusing my mind and my body and just misusing it for the counterfeit of pornography, I never got to experience sex in the way that was pleasurable to the body because it just, it might, my, my, it never functioned. And when I tell you that day that I had broke down and started, sh I had a panic attack in front of this girl. Oh my gosh, bro. I had a panic attack in this with this girl, Lord. Oh my gosh. I can see it vividly in my head too. Thank you for reminding me that. The way she held my head on her lap as I was stressing out. And she was rubbing my shoulder. She was taking care of me. She was just saying, breathe, 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 breathe. David, you're okay. You're okay. You're okay. You're still good. A part of me reminisces on that. And I, f I feel what I, I know is compassion. And I, I just, I, I realize that she's an amazing woman. She's awesome. I just can't physically be unequally yoked. Lord, I just can't. Like, your voice is too strong in me. And I realize, like, I I just, I cannot do that. But, no, and there is such a love still there. In the way that she she was with me. Like, she was with me in my circumstance. The fact that she held me. And and the mental the the way that the way that she could have been feeling, Lord, mentally, oh my gosh, the way that she could have been feeling. Yes, she chose. She didn't leave and get in her car and drive out and call me a pathetic loser for again multiple times having the problem of ED because of the fact that I had been abusing my my body, which is a temple for the spirit of God, which is from God given to us, and that we are not our own. Just throw in. Uh, I believe it's first Corinthians chapter six, verse 11 through 19. Or do you not know that your body is a temple? Though That might be a, a different verse. Hold on. Let me, I'm gonna be right back. Lord. It, it's on my wall. It's on my wall of scriptures for lust. Hold on. My fault, wrong one, wrong one. It was 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18 through 19. That was my fault. That was my fault. But, dog. Dude, the way she took care of me is, is, is a way that I'm just like, bro. And let's not forget, though. It's not as if she was just amazing emotionally in support to me. But dog, she was such a, she is such a good person to me. She was such a good person to me that it's like the more I started developing, developing around Christ, the more I started to realize like I shouldn't be around her because I'm going to fall in love again. 
And I shouldn't say that because I have no idea what I have no idea. I I don't know what I want, especially because I'm so content being just with you. And I know people say that to say it, but I have no reason to say it and be like, oh, 700,000 people are going to hear me say this. So I better lie. Like, what, what, what good does that do me? Oh, my gosh. The more I started to, like, really develop my relationship with you, Lord, the more of a fight it was to not fall in love with this person. Oh, my gosh. Beatrice was very good to me, man. And Beatrice, if you ever listen to this, I know your name's not Beatrice. It still starts with a B. <laughs> I won't even say the last name. I was about to call you by your last name. If you're listening to this, I never took you for... I, I did take you for granted in my ignorance. Never again. Uh, am I gonna like like just 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 never acknowledge how good of a person you were? Now I'm sitting over here speaking to you, Lord. I, yeah, bring me back on track because I was definitely about to start making messages and stuff. Like we not finna do all that because I don't want to get caught up on nothing. Because I, I still am just like, look, I'm trying to ride for the Lord. I I don't know if I'm even I don't know if I'm interested in anybody at all. I'm really not. Now I'm just talking to you like, like, eh, we're not finna start disclosing everything out here. But th this is just something. Lord, you're saying wrap it up. I don't think I have anything else uh, to really bring up. But yeah. This has been. Ooh, Lord, is that it? Or is there something else? I Please bring to my remembrance anything I left open-ended. Just in case, like anything you want me to like talk about or anything we were talking about that I completely forgot because I have no idea. I forgot. I forgore. I'm listening. I'm not I'm not hearing anything, so I think we got it. We got it. I'm I'm still thinking about the fact that I may not have finished the part about walking into the dark and walking so far out that I had lost myself. And thank you, Lord, for reminding me. And I had walked so far out that I I looked around and couldn't see you because my eyes were so accumulated to the dark that I couldn't even see you. And I walked so far away from you that I'm now working. I'm, I'm just walking in the in iniquity and sin. Didn't even know it. For my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Is what the Lord says. And uh, since I was so lost in the dark, I tried to do things that I thought would bring me back, but I never really, 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 really had a relationship because I, I, I thought that reading the Bible made you have a relationship with God and the more Bible knowledge that you had qualifies you to have a better growing relationship with God. It don't. Like I said, you can read the whole thing front to back and still not know what it's like to have a relationship with him, have a relationship with you. Um, it's not even that complex. It can get complicated sometimes. 
the complication comes in the in in very small ways. To some people, I'm talking about my walk. Um, let me just clarify that. But since I had walked so far and, and it was dark, I just was like, hey, let me start doing things that I thought with zero intentionality, zero. And I, I just couldn't go back because I, I was doing things religiously and not for the relationship aspect. And so I left, I left God and I did what I wanted to do because I was so far in, in, in the dark that I, I didn't even want to really make it work. I was like, let me see what this darkness is really like. Let me see what it's like to occupy myself with what I want to do. I want to have sex before the rapture happens and then I'll come back to God. I want to experience what oral sex is like. I want to, I want to know what smoking feels like. I want to get drunk. I want to get high. I want to have sex really heavy and loud on the, I want to have sex part. And I got, I went from fat to skinny in that part of, or at that point, I yeah, fat to skinny, put on muscle and got slim, put on some muscle definition, muscle mass. And I got to work in them nine months. Now what, now I'm saying this again, I only have a body count of one if you count if you count, oral sex still counts. So technically two. Um, I wasn't really doing a whole lot. It was really like a whole lot of parks and kissing and whatnot. Still being vulnerable here because I'm, I'm talking to my guy right now. I'm just hearing it. And also hearing my testimony. Like really the full context. <sighs> Man. That was a horrible arc, but it definitely, it definitely led because me and Tyree were talking about this earlier that you can't despise where you were from where you are now because where you were helped you get to the point where you are now. The development necessary or the development that you went through in your past when you were in your ignorance led you to get to this point where you are. So do not hate that person because they were still figuring it out. That is my nugget for y'all. Probably put that up on a TikTok, not gonna lie. But yeah, man. I thank you, Lord, so much for joining me on this podcast and for impacting whoever it is that you say you're impacting through this right now. And, whoe and whoever listens to this all the way. Man, this is this is low key, not even low key. This is what it's like, bruh. Just to be able to sit down and just like, like I know that God was here in his podcast because he brought me through a whole wave of emotions. If you couldn't tell, like, why did I start crying earlier for no reason? What wave of emotion did I feel? Oh, that's because you're you convince yourself that. He was there and man, be quiet. That ain't right, man. You give him a shot, man. You find out, man. I just told you that I wanted nothing to do with God for nine months. 
Yet when I came back to him after realizing it's not worth it, it's not worth it. My life is not worth living if it's not living for my God, for the God. I can't do it. I cannot do it. I don't want to go back to that life for two weeks. I don't want to go back to that life for a day. I don't even want to. Even doing one thing in my day while having a relationship with him makes me feel, well, that's just guilt and condemnation coming from the enemy. But I feel guilty. I feel very, very guilty. I don't want to do that because I don't like doing stuff repeatedly over and over again that, that, that I know is an offense to you, Lord. And it's like, like I was saying earlier in our first conversation before I turn on the mic, I should be obligated. Like, like you could have definitely made it to where like, look, you've acknowledged that the Lord is your savior. Now let me control your life. I, you are obligated to serve me now based off of what I just did for you. And you recognize it. Ought to give up every single ounce of our bodies and limbs to him. Our body is a temple for him at that point. Yeah, just control us. But God doesn't want robots. He wants people to choose and in faith. Let me say it again, because it may not have been heard the first time right. He wants us to choose, comma, and in faith, comma, search and follow him. To love and trust in him. All right? Now, I'm hearing that it's the end. Wrap it up. But I thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. If you gotten this far, um, I hope you enjoyed uh, this talk that I had with my God. I'm probably going to read the Bible now. Hop into Philippians. Um, I definitely didn't expect this talk to be so long, though, Lord. Like you see, the thing is, is I was definitely walking in here with a little bit of like confusion. Like, you really want to do a podcast, though? Like, what are we finna talk about? You gave me about the average amount of consumption that I usually give out there for uh, for a conversation. And uh, I had to start, start listening. <laughs> we were just talking about this earlier, too. I need to just start saying, OK, all right, Lord, like consistently, because I say it a lot of times until it gets wild beyond what I can imagine in my own understanding. Um, and then I'm just kind of like, oh, get somebody else to do it get somebody else to do it but yeah i'm gonna stop dragging it out because i'm gonna start end up talking to him more and 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 more but lord thank you so much for coming into the podcast moving your spirit through whoever hears this lord i pray right now that you use this podcast to touch the hearts of those who listen to it no matter however many people no matter how far no matter how wide lord i pray that your presence is shown through this podcast and that your love goes through to those who need it. Everybody needs to experience your love. Everybody needs a love so unfathomable in their hearts and in their lives and in their, and in their presence. And Lord, that is your presence. And I pray right now that you touch the hearts of those who are listening to just to give their lives to you. And let you take over. And let you provide exceedingly and abundantly. In Jesus, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Word of Reason podcast with my extremely special, special guest, 
my extremely honored guest, my extremely exalted above all guest, my Lord and Savior Jesus, my God and the Holy Spirit who is in me, the Spirit of God who is in me. Everybody, um, that was the Word of Reason podcast where we bring reason to your life only through the Word of God. And I thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. See you in the next one. Peace.